Hey everybody, this is Jeff Antoniak. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz Videos. So today I want to talk about a classic bebop shape. Whatever that is, well, we're going to get into it. Now, this video, as all Digging Deeper Jazz videos, are for all instruments, meaning anybody that is soloing, anybody that's playing any sort of melodic material, including bass players, guitar players. So um, let's check out what I'm talking about by this bebop shape. Let me play some sort of classic bebop lines for you here. So that sort of information is what I'm talking about. And this shape, what I'm talking about, is an arpeggio up and a scale down. We've heard that a million times. That kind of information sounds like real bebop, right? And so I was quoting Charlie Parker there and, you know, just playing sort of classic bebop lines. But what they have in common, I'm going to put this sheet up uh, for you right now. What they have in common is this shape of an arpeggio up. And the arpeggio can be various things, one, three, five, one, three, five, seven. It can go up to the ninth. We'll just very generally say an arpeggio and then some sort of scale, linear shape coming down. And uh, I'm here to say that that is classic. There's a lot of other shapes. It's jazz musicians play plenty of other stuff. But if we want to sound legit, and if we want that Charlie Parker, Clifford Brown, that sort of sound, this is one of the things those folks were doing. So I guarantee, after watching this video, flip on some jazz, certainly anything from the bebop era, you're going to hear this nonstop, and you're going to be stunned that you never noticed it before. It's pretty interesting. So let me play some of the examples from the sheet. I'll put it back up for you right now and uh, just play a little bit of this for you. So here's example number one. Charlie Parker. There you go. Let me play uh, the second example over sort of a different uh, harmonic area. So that last one, really the, the main material is in the first measure, measure and a half, but I put the whole rest of the lick up there for you. So we see this a lot, arpeggio up and then a sort of linear, some sort of scale down. So this is a great thing to just be aware of. It's a part of the language, right? And so that's one of the things I like demystifying when I'm talking with adult students. I think many of you out there are adult amateur students or semi-pros, folks putting this together. Um, you know, after years of listening to jazz. That said, I know there are university professors that use these videos and high school kids. That's all great, but uh, I'm talking to the adult students here now. And how to demystify this music. And this is one of those cool little things that when we understand it, we get our listening and our, you know, our understanding of the music further down the road, and now we have a sense of what to practice, right? And a sense of what to notice in transcriptions. Let me put the sheet back up here for you. And uh, I'm just going to play number three and four. So what I did is sort of, you know, simplified a little bit uh, of, of what we're seeing in a way to practice this stuff. So the first one is a 2-5 lick, meaning D minor, 
to G7, a 2-5 progression. And as you can see, I play up the D minor arpeggio, D, F, A, C, and then come down a scale. Turns out the scale I'm going to come down is a G bebop scale from the third. That happens to be where I resolve. So uh, it's a great lick. Let me play it for you. And now I will say that this lick includes some information from a couple of the other videos I've done. One was called The Basis of, Any of Everything. Pretty grandiose, I know, The Basis of Everything. Well, that seventh to the third resolution, when you look at, what's, at how we connect those chords and scales together, the arpeggio ends on a C, we connect it to a B scale on the way down. And that's what I mean. So if you go back to the basis of everything video, we deal with that right there. I've also done some videos on the bebop scale. So you can go back and find all this information. So there's a classic one. Let me play the uh, second one for you. This one's based just on a major uh, chord. So there's our C major arpeggio, one, three, five, seven. And then I came down a C bebop scale. The bebop scales have some chromaticism in them. It allows us to sort of line up the chord tones of the scale in a nice way over the beats. So anyway, it's, it, there's any number of ways to do it. The first example has some chromatic stuff that Charlie Parker played. So there's a lot of ways to do this. But, but this shape is very, very classic. So I tell you what, um, I'm going to play a little bit for you. I'm going to play the song... Uh, Lady Bird by Tad Dameron, and this tune, I'll put the lead sheet up for you again, has um, a number of 2-5 licks in it. There's actually four different, or rather 2-5 progressions. There's four different 2-5s in here, and um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play example number three, lick number three that I wrote out, and I'm going to play it in each of those spots for you. And again, this is going to sound very plastic. It's going to be very glued in. This isn't supposed to be great jazz or supposed to be Jeff showing off. This is me showing you what this sound sounds like inside, uh, inside this tune. And I will uh, play the melody for you one time, just one time through so you know what it sounds like. And then uh, I'll do a course or two of soloing with this stuff.
Okay, so that's a little sense of what these arpeggios sound like, but you already can think of a thousand jazz tunes you've listened where we hear that shape in there. So that's one of the big deals uh, that I wanted to point out for you today. And I tell you what, uh, very quickly, I want to mention Maryland Summer Jazz to you guys. And I hope, you know, I know people are tuning into these videos and I'm getting a lot of great emails. And by the way, if you would like the PDF for this, please send me uh, an email at diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com. Uh, so I love that a lot of people around the world are finding good information here. And I want to mention to folks that could make it to Washington, D.C., the Washington, D.C. area at the end of July. Every year at the end of July, we have Maryland Summer Jazz. This is a jazz workshop built for adult students like you guys. So um, visit the website and the kind of information we're covering here. I, again, I love that we find it very valuable, but at Maryland Summer Jazz, we put this stuff into practice. We do this playing with people at our ability level. So, you know, compared to what we're doing here, it's an amazing, amazing experience. So thank you for tuning into these videos, but I hope you'll consider Maryland Summer Jazz. Okay, so going back to this idea of the arpeggio up, scale down, it's that simple. But if we just sort of know what to look for, if you're into film, if you're into food, if you're into wine, and somebody tells you, hey, when you're tasting this wine, check out the such and such flavor, the chocolate flavor, the cherry flavor. Or if you're into movies, hey, did you notice they changed the lighting in this scene and that makes you feel this way? it gives you a deeper appreciation of what you're eating, of what you're watching, of what you're hearing, right? So just that is huge. So if that's all you get from this, fantastic. But that's why we practice our arpeggios, because we're gonna use these things. That's why we practice our scales and our bebop scales. We put this stuff together into real language that our heroes play. So I hope that's helpful for you. We're gonna leave it right there. I wanna thank Gonzalez Reeds for being a great sponsor for these videos. And uh, I hope I'll be seeing you at Maryland Summer Jazz this summer. And as I said, if you are interested in this PDF or any of the past PDFs, drop me a line, get it off to you, and uh, go from there. Thanks so much. See you next time.